Tuesday morning. All Tuesday the 24th of March. My All my paper aeroplanes got lost. We're making paper aeroplanes because we've been learning about planes this week as part of Kyle's topic at the moment. We've got a really nice book called 100 Paper Planes to Fold and Fly, which is an Osborne one, I think. And it gives you instructions for four different types of plane. A dart, a bug, a jet and a glider. So we're trying to make one of each and we're going to go and see which ones will fly the furthest on the lawn. So this one is the last one that we haven't done yet, which is, it tells you what colour, red, so it's a dart. I think this is like the most sort of traditional paper plane that, yeah, you would just make instinctively, but... I've been learning how to make some other different types of ones as well, which is quite fun. Some of them are really cute. They've got all really nice patterns on them. We're going to try the planes out in the garden now. It's nice out here. Sunny again. Cat's having a sleep on the trampoline. Is the competition we've got to see who can fly theirs the furthest? Yeah. Kyle has got two bugs and a jet, and I've got a glider and a dart. And we're going to go down the far end of the lawn and see which ones can fly the furthest. Oh, that bug was really good. Was uh -huh. that bug or was that the jet? The jet. Jet was by far the best, wasn't it? Whoa! Get to the rescue! Do you want to go first? Yeah. How do these bugs go? Let's have another try. Yeah, they don't have. They don't fly very far, and they go in a circle naturally, don't they? That one. I don't like those bugs. They don't fly very well. The glider's quite good because they've got nice wide wings. You might have to know how to throw them. Don't we have a paper aeroplane launcher somewhere? A long time ago. We've not got it anymore. The launcher, it was for those cardboard ones. Uh. We are walking up along on the downs up towards the Long Man. It's a lovely day again, thank goodness, for the sunshine. How's your day been so far, Katie? Good. You did some yoga this morning, didn't you? How was yeah. that? It was good, fun. So Katie's yoga teacher, Jane, she normally goes to a weekly yoga class after school. Obviously that's all finished at the moment. So Jane's very kindly set up an online yoga group. So Katie joined that in, or joined, Katie joined in with that today. And that was really enjoyable for her. Nice and relaxing. Kyle's intent on looking for finds, bones, pottery, anything like that, interesting pebbles. I'm, I'm more into the bones and the rocks and stuff. You're not so into pottery? Nah. I love the contrast between, if you look just out there, look at the contrast between the green grass and the blue sky. Yeah. I think you could do a nice piece of art based on that, and it really simplistic. We are standing at the foot of the Long Man of Wilmington now and we're talking about the mystery surrounding its origins. For a long time people thought it was perhaps from the Iron Age or maybe even earlier than that but now it's thought that it was probably 16th, 17th century. Anyway, whatever its origins and history, to me it's very symbolic. I associate it with train journeys, especially when I was a student coming home from London to Eastbourne at the weekends and I always felt like when I saw the long man from the train window that I was coming home. And it's nice to come back to these things which give you some sense of your roots and your continuity when life's a bit in turmoil. And he 
looks kind of strong and reassuring somehow with his sticks there. So I'm happy to come here on a lovely sunny day and see him right up close. What does a long man mean to you, Katie? I feel like it kind of has a connection to our family because we've always had family walks up here with Gran or, or Nana or just us four or hmm. us three. So it makes us sort of feel like part of me is up there. What would you call a long man if you could give him a name? Bob. missing our friends. I'm talking to Kat who's just up the road in Old Town but she may as well be miles away because we can't see each other. How's it going? Well we're only on day two really yeah, so, I suppose so. we're going to like summer holidays. So That's true yeah. I think it'll it'll kick in in six weeks time yeah. <laughs> Like their teachers call them which is kind of funny That's cool. on the phone. Well individually <laughs> yeah. check in with each child. Yeah, so they have to read to them and stuff. All right. Um, and, and Daniel is going to brew a batch of beer. Okay. What as in? Oh. You spell it, it in the spells I. It spells I. So what's he? Has he already got the brewing kit in, or has he been able to order stuff? To, oh yeah, yeah. So we've got the ingredients. And he makes a nice porter, which is like quite Oh yeah, I like a porter. It's nice cold. It's nice. So I'm going to get him to make that because that's my favorite. But our, our neighbor behind our house um, is elderly and he doesn't have a car anyway. But he needs like a bunch of stuff. Mm. And and I said, yeah, of course, of course. Like I'll get whatever you need. And I couldn't get anything on the list yesterday. No, it's a nightmare, isn't it? Aunt got a tip off that there was a couple of wholesalers who aren't. Oh, uh -huh. supplying to people because they're not supplying to restaurants and cafes anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we yeah. got a load of frozen stuff coming on Thursday from uh -huh. them. Uh -huh. something. Oh, good. Quail. Oh, quail. A quail, so he can eat the eggs. Yeah. Where are you going to no, get I'm one just... from, though, right now? Dan's got a quail dealer. <laughs> of course he has. <laughs> Knowing Dan, he'll manage to make a project out of the situation. Well, my friend said, why doesn't he write some survival guides? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'd be good. Okie dokie. Lovely I'm to see you. Give my love to Claire and Dan when he gets back Bye, as well. Bye, Katie. Lovely to Bye. see you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I've eaten my chocolate. You've eaten all the chocolate. I've eaten that massive bar of chocolate that actually wasn't that massive when it was smaller and not as far away as I thought it was. Desperate times. Yeah. You can only get small chocolate now. It does feel like we've found a bunch of chocolate advent calendars and started <laughs> chopping our way through. If them. we had, we I would. would. <laughs> they were asking me today about setting up a crystal maze. Doing the house as a crystal maze? Yeah. Oh, that'd be brilliant, wouldn't but it? But it would, it would depend on you having some time off work and us having the time to plan it. I do have time off work coming up. A week on Friday, we were planning to drive up to see my folks right. in Lytham. So we had to cancel our holiday plans like everyone else. But I do want to take some time off because I was I really needed some time off. Yeah. Like four weeks ago, when this wasn't even really yeah. something that we thought would be happening. We were in denial at that point. I think. It's funny, isn't it, to think about that far? We were, were we like, oh, it's just like swine flu, or it's just like SARS, all those things that never really reached here and never really. Oh, I think we were all like, oh, that looks a bit grim. Hope it doesn't get here. I think I can't help thinking that we could have done more stuff earlier about international travel and 
Anyway, the other But what matters is the blame. Give me the blame. This is a song time, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's from Into the Woods. Isn't it, it is. Well oh, done. It's, I've trained I, you well. I don't get on with Into the Woods. Alright. I like it. I like the idea of it. A Sondheim panto. Hell yeah. And then it's just. Here is another little bit of a trope. Here is another little bit of a tune. Here is another bit of a tune. Here is another How bit of a tune. How very dare you. Anyway, we're low on chocolate. And we've run out of wine except for that last bottle of Chateau Neuf du Pape. And, and the, the Christmas Amarone, which we never drank at Christmas. So I'm making interesting evening drinks from whatever's in the cupboards. That thing you made last night was very peculiar. Last night I had cheap rum with anise rum? I think syrup. we need to... That- well, you're being very sensible having a herbal tea. I am. I'm not sleeping brilliantly, to be honest. I don't expect a lot of people are. Do you so, know what? The, the weird thing for me, tonight I'm drinking a gingerbread rum, which I think someone gave me for Christmas, with some apple juice, which is really nice. <laughs> so yes, I am worried about mm. what's going on. I'm especially worried about mum and dad. And the kids. And the kids, but... I'm not so worried about the kids getting sick because no. we know it's not so serious for ki- for children. Statistically, Statistically, yes. Statistically. That's not my immediate fear. I'm worried for them for the mental impact it's having on them. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, but part of me is enjoying the lack of things I have to actually do and organise because <laughs> my life's normally <laughs> so busy. Like no school run, no home ed group to run, no home ed groups to get to, no show to direct. Suddenly yeah. I'm just got to think about the kids and us, which has its moments of stress. Yeah. There's almost something quite relaxing about just being it's free from all the responsibility. I'm not having any trouble sleeping because normally things that keep me awake at night are, are daily logistics and they've yeah. suddenly become... It's all going to be fine, you know, because Patrick Stewart's posting a sonnet a day until everything's over. It's made me feel much better.